special bonus episode of Teaching Channel Talks. I recently sat down with two educators who each attended the Belfer National Conference for Educators to talk with them about how the experience changed their teaching practice. You'll first hear my conversation with Kaloa Lauber, a middle school English teacher whose students used her lessons on the Holocaust to better understand current events. Kaloa, thank you for sharing time with me. I'm hoping that you can help me talk to people about the benefits and the joy of attending the Belfer National Conference for Educators. Can you share a little bit about the reasons why you chose to attend? Yes, ma'am. When I went to the National Teaching Convention in Houston, I saw your table and I walked up and one of the things that struck me is that my students know nothing about the Holocaust, my Mm -hmm. black and brown students. Mm -hmm. uh, My classes are 95% Latinx. And uh, a lot of um, the dialogue was about uh, everybody hates us um, and uh, a, a great deal of not only self-inquiry, but not really realizing that their, their language was talking a lot about racism and not realizing that this is nothing new. And I wanted to share with them something that happened, racism, prejudice, propaganda. And this was before, um, this was before all of the things, all of the events in the last two, three years, it was a couple of years ago. And I found that teaching them about this time in history, which they knew nothing about. They were completely tabla rosa. They were clear blank slates. They were amazed at all of the events that occurred and asked why no one had ever taught that because it is not taught in school. You signed up for the conference because you wanted to meet the needs of your students or am I oversimplifying it? It is a little bit oversimplistic. I did want to meet the um, needs of my students. I also was interested personally in that time in history, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to know more and learn more. But as an educator, when I learn, I want to impart. And the way that you guys uh, have it set up, it's just a hands-on learning experience that I can immediately use in the classroom. Let's talk a little bit about that immediate use. I wonder if you can share some of the specific tools or uh, materials that have been helpful to you. Are there any examples you can offer? Yes, I literally use it throughout the year. Uh, When I first got it, I used it in my spring semester as an introduction after we we were reading The Crucible, which is about being scapegoated. And so I kind of did a companion because I'm an English teacher. When I was there, I uh, actually uh, enjoyed a lesson that Matthew Good uh, led in the conference and it was about the timeline activity. And so they gave us a lot of materials to take home with us, which I put around my classroom as a gallery walk. And so my students actually firsthand experienced these photos with descriptions and they actually taught us a lesson during this. This was one of the best um, professional developments I've ever been to. They gave us detail. They explained to us how to be sensitive and discussing these matters and uh, giving the students culpability for learning, but also to be sensitive to all of the language that was actually in the lesson. And it was all hands-on. Also, the website itself, they showed us how to use that. Their lessons and materials. Uh, I used Somewhere Neighbors. I used uh, the Propaganda Unit. And they tied in very uh, well with my unit on McCarthyism. A lot of teachers may be intimidated, especially, especially if you're an English teacher, to actually bring so much history into the class. 
But actually history lends itself to informational text, which is what a lot of schools are going toward instead of just straight literature. And so all of the materials that were given were so well laid out, including lesson plans with step-by-step -step, uh, information on how to teach it to the class. And so the people who were in the Belfort Conference gave us hands-on um, experience on how to actually be students and how students may receive it. It was very informative, helpful, and I left with so much information in books and journals. It was an amazing experience for me. I love hearing that it is material and an experience that works across content areas. Can you yes. tell a little bit more about that? You are an English teacher yes. and, uh, and you're weaving history into the lessons. Do you do a lot of interdisciplinary work? I do. And actually, uh, my first uh, employment was Humanitas. So I like to work across the disciplines and have all teachers to actually integrate so when I came back from the Belfer Conference, I was able to do a professional development with my colleagues mm -hmm. in which I had them to actually collaborate with me. The history teacher, I gave her some materials. And then even the biology teacher got in on the eugenics aspects of it. And each one of us had a part of the lesson that we taught. And then it culminated in a synthesis paper because at that time I was teaching uh, AP um, language and composition. So it required the students over a couple of weeks to have the experiential gallery walks, uh, research, looking into individual um, experiences. On, the, um, on your website, there's uh, actually real life people who are talking about their experiences. And so they would choose a person that would be their person and they would actually do research about them all throughout their lives. And then they would go and talk about it in biology class and they would talk about it in um, their history class. And it just became a very, very uh, interactive engagement for my students. Well, let's invite new teachers to join the Belfer Conference and gain the knowledge, experience, and tools that you're talking about. Maybe even bring a whole team or department to have the experience together and bring it back as a group. In your case, bringing back and sharing professional development across the teams worked. But uh, with the opportunity we have in a virtual conference to have increased attendance, maybe we can do more. Yes, I think that it, it, you can't sleep on this. This is something that our nation needs. This is a piece of history that needs to be taught across the disciplines. Students need to understand that everything that's happening today is something that they can relate to and bring and make connections. When we make a connection, students actually become more compassionate individuals. And I believe that teachers as teachers, we should impart this knowledge. And the museum provides so much information, so much support, and such professional help. It's the best experience I've had as a teacher for professional development, truly. If you'd like to attend the free virtual 2021 Belfer Conference, you can find links to register for all three sessions at teachingchannel.com USHMM. For my second conversation, I spoke with Becky Henderson Howie, an educator who attended the Belfer National Conference and will be a facilitator at this year's virtual conference. Becky, you'll actually be uh, one of the facilitators this summer, is that right? 
I will. I'm very excited to be able to have that opportunity to help facilitate the virtual conference. I wonder if you can tell me a little bit about the ways the Belfer experience has informed your instruction. What what has changed in the way you teach as a result of your of your experience? Well, um, one thing that I noticed not too long after I had attended in 2015 that I became much more intentional with developing my own rationale, not just for Holocaust instruction, but across my content. I'm, I'm an actually an English teacher by trade, mm-hmm. um, and that's my primary job. <laughs> and so, of course, I teach a lot of literature and, you know, all of the things that an English teacher would do, vocabulary, grammar. Um, and all of a sudden, it just seemed to click in um, that having knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing was just so very important. And um, probably my college prep program wouldn't want to hear that <laughs> I, I didn't really tune into that message until after I went to this program, but I guess it's good that I figured it out after this. <laughs> so um, being more intentional with my rationale is certainly that has been something that has become laced through all of my literature units. Um, I feel like I'm also able to be a lot more reflective about choosing suitable materials. Again, not just when I'm teaching about the Holocaust, but you know, even when I'm teaching a book like To Kill a Mockingbird or The Crucible, um, finding materials that are, are um, dialing in more to my rationale um, seems to, it it came into focus. Um, And I also really use the lens now of thinking about um, instruction in terms of content, context, and complexity, Mm -hmm. and building any kind of a lesson through those three lenses. And um, when I get a little bit stuck um, trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do? Well, what's my content? Where's my context? And now how am I going to create some complexity for my students? Your experiences provided you with a a stronger framework Mm -hmm. for instructional decisions. Mm -hmm. That impacts Mm -hmm. the whole teaching and learning cycle. Tell me a little bit uh, some of the reasons that you chose to attend the conference initially. And I asked the question because the opportunity to attend now is greater Mm -hmm. since the conference is being offered virtually. There's no travel, no worry about overnight. We can um, do the things that we need to do at home and Mm -hmm. attend. How how does someone know that they should register? Well, um, as I mentioned before, I'm an English teacher by trade, so this is not my content area. And um, this all kind of came together through a series of very strange and seemingly unrelated events that were not super comfortable as they were happening. Um, But fortunately, um, it pushed me into a different direction that caused me to gain all of this benefit. So, you know, there's that little bit of context. Um, So as an English teacher, I was actually given a Holocaust studies course to teach which is a semester long high school elective. And while I had had a a small, small amount of experience in teaching about the Holocaust um, through a literature unit at the eighth grade level, 
I didn't feel overly prepared to do a very good job with the semester long course. Um, I had enough, uh, enough experience to be able to muddle through in that first year with the course. And I would definitely call it muddling through and surviving. <laughs> and I just felt really compelled that I needed to do a better job of teaching this history in order to honor um, the victims. I mean, at the very least, it yes. seemed like I owed it to, to those who no longer had a voice to do a better job. And um, it, it came about as a result of um, my, my friend and my colleague who was a social studies teacher and had attended the Belfer Conference himself a number of years ago and had always talked about um, the benefits that he gained. And he encouraged me to take the leap and to go and be there in person and to learn from the experts. I knew that this would be a way to try to do that better job. I hear you saying that the conference supports teachers across different content areas. Mm -hmm. I hear you saying that it will support educators who come with a range of experience levels and comfort levels teaching about the Holocaust. You described that you had some eighth grade instructional background coming in and then left maybe prepared for a much more intense and, mm -hmm. and more well-rounded offering mm -hmm. for the students. I, I hear you addressing that there was a sense of responsibility that you felt you felt compelled to come and be informed and uh, and and address the honoring mm -hmm. of uh, victims and survivors really yeah. um, I also hear you saying there's a collegial experience that happens as yeah. part of the conference and that there is um, you were encouraged to go there, there you're not alone in this experience it really is a network of people that that connect through it and of course the access to subject matter experts. Those are compelling reasons to register. If, if people if people hear those reasons and don't find <laughs> at least two from that list to, to feel, feel motivated to register, I'm not sure what we can do. <laughs> this is great. Becky, thank you so much for sharing time with me. I appreciate it. And I hope that I get to be one of your students this oh. summer at the Belfer National Conference for Teachers. Well, I will look for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode of Teaching Channel Talks. If you'd like to attend the virtual Belfer National Conference for Educators this summer, you can register for free at teachingchannel.com USHMM. I'll be attending this year's conference and I hope to see you there. We'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for joining us.